0: Hey, before I kick off the podcast, I just want to shout out Nextdoor Clothing. Nextdoor, uh, a clothing brand based out of Bondi in Sydney, they're making really nice jeans and shirts and hats. So go and check out their full range at nextdoorsydney.com. They're also artists, so you can go and check out a range of art. They put on rad parties, and I love what they're doing. So nextdoorsydney.com for the full range. Hey, it's Shan here. This week, I speak with Jamie Malarkey. Jamie, the hooligan Malarkey, uh, is a UFC fighter. Uh, He's had many fights in the UFC. He's somewhat of a veteran of MMA in Australia. Uh, He's been competing professionally since around 2013. He's had fights before that as well in, in, in his amateur career. And he's just a really down-to-earth, nice guy. It's uh, it's almost funny because when you see him in the octagon, he's a complete savage. You know, he's one of those really entertaining fighters that likes to keep it on the feet and just sort it out through, through striking, you know, punches, kicks, elbows, knees, and that's entertaining. It really is. And throughout the podcast, I was kind of trying to tease out of him, like, why are you such a savage when you get in the ring? Like, where does that come from? And I was alluding to things like, did you have a traumatic childhood? Did you get bullied at school? And he's just like, nah, you know, I had a great childhood and great family. I I just love the game. But he also sort of makes reference to his Irish heritage and that maybe, you know, it's the fighting Irish in him as well, which is pretty funny. I'm um, joined by Jarrett Wilbraham this week, who's also a professional fighter. He has a, a big... Uh, championship title down in Melbourne. It's a hex title. So he, he sits in with us this week as a co-host, and which is fantastic to have him around. I've been training at the freestyle fighting gym where um, Jamie and Jarrett are doing their fight camps for their up-and-coming up and fights, and there's numerous other fighters at that gym who have big fights in February, and it's just been so epic being around that that energy, you know, like just being around champions, elite athletes of the highest calibre. Uh, they interest me because they remind me of skateboarders like they're constantly problem solving strategizing and breaking it down and very supportive of one another and helping them on their way and i think that's why that gym in particular is is becoming regarded as the best mma fighting gym in the world it's produced you know the pound for pound ufc champion alexandra volkanovsky who also has almost like what to be regarded as like a fairy tale fight uh, at UFC 284, he's the main card. He's fighting um, a beast of a man from Dagestan, and you know Alex is going for his second title in a in a weight division above his regular weight division, and it's just got this like Rocky IV vibe, you know, like when Rocky fights Ivan Drago. Um, so. Like I said, it's kind of got this fairy tale vibe, you know. It's it's how movies are made, so it's a super exciting time. And like I said, it's a gnarly energy to be around. And uh, I'm going to have a few fighters on in the next few weeks uh, from that gym, who, uh, like I said, they're athletes who obviously are taking control control of their their physical aspect, their their mental aspect, and also their spiritual aspect. I'm starting to discover because. With this sport, you know, there's obviously a high demand on them physically, but they're also dealing with really heavy emotions as well. You know, they're dealing with, like, fear. They're dealing with um, overexcitement. They're dealing with aggression. They're dealing with anger. And, like, these are emotions they have to manage. So there's a high emotional intelligence required to be good at the sport. And then, like, for example, in in Jamie's incident, uh, incidents, it's, like, he's fighting in the UFC, which is, like... You know a global platform being watched by millions of people uh and you know you've got to harness harness that pressure and channel it into winning that fight and performing well so it's great to great to hear his perspective on it so i hope you enjoy it and um as always i'm doing it for the kids so enjoy terrible happy talks terrible happy talks yeah.
1: Right. Do this.
0: Is it like from numerous nose breaks?
1: Yeah, yeah, just the cartilage in there. Just...
0: How many times do you reckon you've had your nose broken? Oh,
1: I've, I've actually never had a full break, eh? Hey? Yeah. I've just had um just fractures. Couple, okay. A couple of different fractures. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. But enough to like... Stop the breathing from happening.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to have that um that surgery where they like clean your nose out.
0: Oh, (laughs) what do they call that? Like um when you've got a deviated septum.
1: Yeah, that's when people get it. Um, but I think you can. I don't know if I've got a deviated septum, I don't I think I do, but if, when they clean all that cartilage out, like apparently your first night's sleep's just like so good. <laughs> it's
0: like I can breathe again, I'm getting oxygen. I wonder how much it inhibits your training though because of the lack of oxygen or the oxygen you could be getting.
1: Mm. just don't worry about it. If you don't think about it.
0: Yeah, Are you a mouth breather? Yeah. Do you reckon that makes you more vulnerable to getting knocked out though in a fight? Yeah,
1: yeah I do. Yeah, if you're like if you're like full jaw open, yeah, hundred percent,
0: yeah. Mm. You got a pretty solid jaw though. Hey? Yeah, it
1: is a bit, It's a big <laughs> one,
0: dude. Man, it's so so sick to have you here. I was just saying earlier. Oh, like, this is mad. I'm just like, Good what a bunch of legends I'm with today: Jamie Malarkey, Jarrett Wilbraham, and. Um, Resident photographer, Mr. Peter Barmer I'm like, dude, good vibes, the vibes are high But I was saying to Jamie, like, I've got to play this song I've just got to play
2: it Here he Yes
0: Here he is, the hooligan That's Sid- the one Jamie, man, listen, I want to get straight into it today Tell us about UFC 284 What's going on with you right now?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm currently booked for the, the big card Over in Perth, UFC 284 Congratulations um, Thank you just got to get an opponent. Uh, that's what we're waiting on now. But, mm. uh, yeah, soon. Soon you, I'll have that.
0: Are you calling anyone out?
1: Yeah, I called out uh, one guy, Grant Dawson. Um, <clears throat> he's actually in the top 15, and I didn't know that when I called him out. I, d- I just want to fight him, man, because I actually – I just don't really like him.
0: On a know. personal level?
1: No, it's not personal. I just uh, – I've seen – I've seen his fights, and I like he's good. One hundred percent, he's good. But um, I think it's a great stylistic matchup for me. And then um, the thing I didn't like about him, the first thing I ever saw of him, I was like, "Oh, this this guy's like young lightweight." And he won his fight. I don't know if it was on Contender Series or the Dana White Show, but he won his fight, and then he went up to Dana White. Like off oh, Like Dana's sitting next to the cage And he go, goes up and goes um, Oh Dina can you uh, Can you follow me on Instagram Can you please follow me on I'm like this fucking guy man that, This is this new age bro This new age of fucking Into Instagram fighters I'm like ah oh,
0: As, bro, I, as I post Instagram as you speak <laughs>
1: No, it's a hundred percent. You you have to use Instagram. You have to be on it, but just don't get caught up in that shit, you know. And I it's just straight off the bat, I didn't like him. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah,
0: and like like you said, stylistically, you think it'd just be a good show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do, and I I, I respect his abilities a hundred percent. But that's the fight I want. That, that's, he's a, he's a good fighter. He's like I think he's only lost one fight.
0: Is it really hard? In training camp When you Don't have an opponent yet So you don't Know what to focus on
1: Uh, A little bit um, But man I like to just Focus on myself But For sure You want to You want to know As far out as you can To get the style To prepare for Yeah
0: Would help hey
1: Yeah, Yeah I mean At this level for
0: sure You're training at a freestyle gym At the moment uh, In the same training camp As uh, a bunch of fighters I mean Namely Alexander Volkanovsky Is the main A main event On UFC 284 So You know It seems that he's really There's been a big focus On his wrestling game Because he's going up Against Islam Is that Something that You've just adapted to as well Being part of that
1: Yeah Well uh, like at my gym's uh, Central Coast MMA up in the on the Central Coast with Rossi Rossi Pearson. Yeah. And we're a, we're a striking uh friendly gym. Yeah And coming down with the guys at Freestyle it's it's so good for the for the grappling and wrestling base. So
0: just getting the balance here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really like I've I've filled a lot of uh or I've I've improved in a lot of uh holes in my game for sure. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You'd be considered a veteran of um, MMA So you've had, how many fights have you had? 15 professional fights, is it?
1: Um, nah, it's 19. 19 19 professional fights Yeah, I'm pretty so sure when
0: was, What year was your first one?
1: Um, my first pro fight was
0: 2000 and 2013
1: it's 2013, man. Yeah, yeah. what a career Yeah, that was um, Yeah, up, here, up in uh, Townsville for the for guy Luke Hume and he he had a pretty he had a fair a lot more fights than me and um yeah went up went up to his hometown and, and took him out. Wait, one second left. <laughs> yeah. One second left on the clock. Two rounds? Uh or no five? in the in the in the first round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was coming so in. So what, like four
0: minutes fifty nine?
1: Yeah. I I was coming in like a cocky little cunt too, like going, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna I'm gonna take him out, it's this and that. And then I I kinda heard him and I saw he was hurt, so I just went, Fuck it and just went Elbows, 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 and uh, yeah, the ref stopped it. Wow. <laughs> Poor bloke, <laughs> but he, he was a, he was a legend. We went out and got on the piss after that yeah, I didn't, I didn't together. To, yeah, yeah, nice man. And we were we were walking um, down the road like past um, uh, a group of fellows, and they threw a cigarette butt at because my other mate Ben Games he fought the same night, and he fought a guy from Luke's gym. So we were, and we both went out on the piss together. And he threw a ciggy bat at uh at Craig Craig Callahan's his name and um then Ben and him started fucking pushing and shoving with those it was just fights and fucking good times (laughs) and great times
0: like let's let's fast forward like if you compare yourself to the Jamie Malarkey of twenty thirteen to the Jamie Malarkey of twenty twenty two how would you describe the change in yourself? As a as a fighter and as a human,
1: um, I'd describe it. I'm I'm am a lot more confident in myself for for sure, for sure. Even though I was like buzzing with confidence as a, but I've just it's just the experience, man. Just the experience is just. Taught me so much. You think that breeds the confidence? Yeah, and and that's still going. That's is it? that's still just never never really stops. Um, but yeah, that, that, and just I'm just I'm just fucking happy. Just happy doing it doing this. Uh, still, Oh, uh, yeah. After all these years, I have to is
0: that same is that same passion still there from like 2013 to now? Like from that first day, that first fight, knowing you were going to have a fight. You know, you're still getting the same. I guess, for lack of a better term, like, stoke. Are you still stoked on it?
1: Yeah, there you go. Like, I guess it, you could say it comes and goes, but um, but for sure. Like, you, you, you just have to love it to be in it uh, for, for a long time, I would think. You've got, you got to love this sport because there's so many fucking ups and downs and um, things in between, so. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's your headspace like, though, at the moment? You know, you're you know, around, what is it, you know, around a month from then, the next, the next, well, a bit longer, five weeks. Yeah. Till, you know, what's your headspace like? Are you, are you, are you, are you up and down at the moment or are you just, you're pretty level headed?
1: um Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty level headed because, like, people ask me all the time, oh, are you pumped? And I, I am pumped for sure. For sure, I'm pumped. But, like, I don't know about you, Joe, but I don't really get pumped, pumped until, like, Couple of days before the fight, then really? it then it starts to and it, like it wanes, you yeah, know. Okay, when you stand, the
2: same, yeah.
1: I'm like, okay, I've done it so many times now, like a fair <coughs> few times, and yeah, I, I just don't get pumped until I'm like there. Um, then then you start feeling a, a lot more, you know. But mm. of course, I'm I'm pumped and I'm 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 motivated. I'd say more motivated right now. Nice, and then uh, the pumped and. Pump feelings Come on On fight week Oregon.
2: Yeah I, I respect that About you Because I've been Like five weeks Four weeks out From a fight And I'm in my own head When I don't have An opponent Like I'm Complaining about it Whinging about it And you're just so stoic And I think that Comes with your experience yeah. So I really Respect that man I can't say I'm as level headed When I've been In your situation before
1: Yeah no, nah, cheers man But yeah That's, that's it Like uh, We're just Uh we're just, we're just a bunch of fighting dogs. you just, just got to <laughs> fight who they tell you to fight. That's, that's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> fighting dogs, I love it. Um, I've, got a, okay, I've got a bunch of questions um, I want to sort of hit you with. I'm a fan. I've, I've been watching you over the years, you know, and uh, I really, for most people, they're never going to experience that feeling of walking out to a UFC event. You know, like let's face it, it's so unique for my, you know, for someone to experience. So, can you describe to us, you know, the the process of you preparing backstage and then coming out, walking out, and the feelings that that are sort of, um, I guess, evoked within you when when that when it all happens?
1: Um, yeah, it's like from. Fighting on the on the local shows to UFC, so much more prepared. Like it's so much more professional and just on time and <clears throat> really, really well run. Like it's such a such a cool thing to be a part of. Um, and yeah, man, walking out and like the, the the backstage, we usually what do I do? I don't I don't really have a routine or nothing but Half hour 40, 40 minutes out I start like just Getting loose Having a bit of a stretch Um Talking shit All the time <laughs> just, With the coach? Yeah yeah Then my coach My brother then My brother usually uh, Corners me as well
0: Okay
1: Um And yeah We're just We're just Cool calm Collected And then um When we start Having a light move And then Just start flipping That switch a little bit And uh They'll pretty much, they come and tell you, you know, you got five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. <clears throat> and um, then I'm just like, it's just like a relief for me. It's it's a, a massive relief when I just start like going, because it's like all this training, all this, uh, it's such a big moment. It just, it's it's finally here. And I know how, how, how much I'm prepared. I know how ready I am. So it's just like a, a really good, Fucking feeling walking out and and just looking at my opponent and just being there in that moment. I really, I really enjoy that. You do? I fucking love it. It's <laughs> exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Are you at the stage where like you know that, that you train so hard that you know that no fight is ever going to be as hard as the training you do?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's literally why we train that hard. Um. I wouldn't say that you you know it's not going to be as hard. Because the fight Like Both guys are fighting for their lives like, Literally like, like, Not literally your life But your livelihood um, So No one's going to be lying down for you and, But you know that you've prepared for that So It's uh, Yeah I'm always confident in my preparation um, I'm, I'm willing to go uh, Go to that place um, And Yeah
0: we do. Would, would, would you do some pads backstage before you walk out too with your coach? Yeah, bit of pad work. Yeah, <laughs> get yeah. the blood flowing.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we crack some good pads. Like, uh, you know, five ten minutes before we're walking out, get a good sweat going. Yeah. Um, and my first coach, Noel Magnus, he always said, uh, like, when you feel ready to sprint, like you're, you're you're charged and ready to, like, you could sprint 150 meters. Yeah. Said, like, like, we just back off. Just yeah. back off then and just get keep keep warm and go do your thing.
0: That fight uh, in the UFC Apex with uh, Johnson, um sorry, what was his first name? Johnson?
1: Michael Johnson. Michael, Michael Johnson, Johnson yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: What a war that thing was, man. Yeah. You know? Like let's um let's break it down a little bit. I mean when you got that decision, like, what was the what was the sense of relief? Like, yeah. I was relieved as well.
1: Yeah, man, you saw it on my face. Like, um, but I think both of us thought we won, like, right before, because that was a war.
0: Was he the toughest guy you've ever fought?
1: Um, In, nah. No? I, like, I, I don't know. It, but, he, yeah, he was fucking tough, eh? <laughs> I, I remember, like, there's been many fights when, like, the guy you're fighting gives you, like, a sign, like, he wants out.
2: Yeah, you see it.
1: And I saw that, and my, compared to his experience, uh, so I had a good chat with him when we were at the hospital together after, but he, (laughs) he fucking was just, he was, like, out on his feet, and... Oh, that was the sign. I was like, he wants out right now. Like,
0: like, yeah. So, in, like in the octagon, as you you know, you're going at it, you could well, you could just sense it in his eyes, in his yeah, body posture.
1: Yeah, body language. Body yeah. language is massive. Like he had his head head down and just covering up, and he was just kind of slightly rolling with the punches. But I was I was like giving it to him and. Back against the fence, he, he just looked like he went. The eyes, the eyes tell a lot, eh? Hey, like I, I feel like the eyes just say like they want out right now, and that's where like you, as a fighter, you feed on it. You just go fuck like this is it? that's when the killer
0: instinct kicks in, yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And then yeah, the, the, he just he didn't like he just hung in there, and I could hear his coach, uh, Henry Hoofd. Um, is it what's his name,
2: Henry? I think I think you're right. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: Day. He said, uh, he fucking goes, um, you're still there, Michael. You're still there. Just give it, just like, and just that experience, man, of those guys. They've been there so many times. And I asked him at the hospital after, I was like, like, you, you knew you were so hurt. Were mm. you just like, were you just knowing that you were okay? And like, we, like, cause then I, I had nothing left for the third round. I, I, I emptied the tank. Trying to put him away, and he <laughs> was like, "Couldn't
0: go down, eh?"
1: Yeah, and he and he said, "Yeah, yeah, like I've I've done that in a couple of fights before, where I, I know I'm I'm hurt, and I I know that opening up more in this time is just going to risk getting put out. So I just kind of cover up and roll with the shots and let you go because I, I know that it's only going to last so long. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> it, it really taught me a lot. It actually taught me heaps. Um, even like they say, that you learn." More in your losses 100% you do But like I, I learned so much In, in that fight Because it was such a close fight too. Yeah
0: I mean he thought he won it
1: That's Yeah well. we, did, we both did uh, He said to me Before he goes uh, I reckon I got it What do you reckon I said "No, nah, I think I won rounds One and two um, It's one of those fights Man It, it, it was a very close fight hey, I, I, I got rounds two Round two convincingly he got away on points uh, and volume in round three. So he, I, he got that round. Come down to round one where we both clipped each other and it was such a fucking close... I felt like I did a bit more output in the in the round. I was initiating the, the first exchanges more. But, bro, it could have gone either way. And I thought, OG, Michael Johnson in America, like I was thinking they're going to give it to him for sure. Yeah. But I... I Come out come out my way
0: Yeah man mm. What did you learn From the loss To Jalen
2: Jalen Turner? Jalen Turner Jalen Turner
1: Yeah man That was That was a big one Um I, I felt Like I learned, Like just going off How Jalen p- Performed in there Um Composure Is, is just super important mm. He think. was
0: long that guy Wasn't he
1: Yeah Really long Really was that, long Was that hard way. to
0: contend with Initially or
1: Yeah Yeah like, i that there, yeah, and it gives you things to work on, right? Like um, getting in at a at a six foot, a six three guy. I think I stayed at, out at his range where he could hit me and I couldn't hit him. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a, another another lesson in the books, and um, definitely want to want to get that fight back one day. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: yeah it's um, I don't know. Like I just feel like some of the best life lessons come from from failure Mm. you know but i think with fighters such as yourself (laughs) these these lessons are happening on such a big scale in front of so many people you know i don't think uh, many people know what that's like to be exposed like that but i don't know you seem pretty calm about it don't you don't see too you don't seem too cut up about it
1: yeah no like oh we are on the world stage you know so you just signed up for yeah it's what you signed up for and i I feel like i've i've been doing it long enough to be where i'm at and be be comfortable being here now Mm. especially those first few fights just getting like just reassuring you that like this is where you belong you know
0: yeah yeah man how would you describe your childhood
1: um man i had a great childhood yeah yeah man i like i had a i had it pretty good um my parents come out from ireland when they were very young and i worked their fucking butts off and gave me a, a pretty good pretty good childhood man where'd you grow up i grew up on the central coast uh Holgate, Central Coast, Australia. Central Coast in yeah. New South Wales, Australia. Yeah, yeah. nice man, yeah. beautiful
0: area. Coasty,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Sandy coast.
0: What were you into as a little kid?
1: Um, sports, man. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, I was I was a sporty kid. Like what but, sort of sports? Uh, everything. I played basketball, basketball, soccer. Um, played a bit of rugby and then cricket. Cricket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, bit of a mix.
0: Nice one. Yeah. yeah. And what about, like, yeah, your first experience with the martial arts? Like, when did that actually start?
1: Yeah, so that was in. How the, old were you? Uh, I was 14 at the time. Okay. Um, and just went straight into uh, MMA class. Because <clears throat> um, in the off season of rugby, I'd always get, like, out of shape, <clears throat> just. Get unfit. You you finish the footy season super fit, and then you go off and fucking come back. He's unfit. I just wanted something to do in the off season, and um, at the time I was watching Fuel TV, uh, the the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, the Ultimate Fighter started it for me. Uh, Season same as me. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exact same. (laughs) (laughs) Season seven um, with the one that Amir Sadala won. Um, I was just like fucking. Kind of hooked. I was like, yeah, "Man, this is this is like insane." Um, <clears throat> I really liked the the martial arts side of it, though. Like, I, I loved like well, I was like, "What the fuck? What's this jiu-jitsu stuff?" I've never seen it before. And how guys were, you know, from one minute <clears throat> on their back getting the shit punched out of them to wrapping their legs around the guy's neck and choking them unconscious. I was like, "Fuck!" So I just wanted to have fun and and take it up as a, as a little bit of a hobby in the off-season. And, bro, I went in for my first session and learned how to do an armbar. And we – they put us on the mats at the end of the session. Everyone circled around the mats and put in oh, – like, sort of, it felt like the spotlight a little bit. And I threw this – and it was like a wrestle. And I threw this kid down and fucking armbarred him. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, this is sick.
0: Did you just want to armbar everyone from oh, then on in? mate,
1: uh, the mum – couldn't stop me shadow boxing around the house, like I'd be fucking going up there. Oh, I obsessed. I think she caught me sleepwalking one night, um, because I used to ride my bike down the down the gym and she caught me sleepwalking with my training bag walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going training, she's like, Fucking so hell. Are okay. yeah. you a hyperactive kid? Uh, yeah, like just like normal kid, I'd say. This pretty, pretty fucking energetic and. Yeah, love love getting out and doing stuff, so yeah
0: What what sort of student were you at school?
1: Oh, just your typical fucking muck around I wasn't a bad kid, but I wasn't a... a, Are you sure? No, I wasn't, I wasn't (coughs) Definitely not call me a bad kid, but I wasn't a... uh, A class student, either. Yeah,
2: crazy. I think that's what we're alluding to. Like, what made you such a savage man? Because the way that you fight, like, you're you're the definition of like a proper fighter. Like, (laughs) mentality is just something crazy, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, yeah. I think everyone everyone has that, but. yeah I, I, I can't explain it
0: yeah, I, ca- I kind of wanted to hear this story of like Oh yeah I had a really tough childhood And
2: you know this And that. I was like No it was good it was it was cool. born a hooligan Yeah though.
1: yeah well, Ro- Ro- Ross, uh, Ross puts it down to me being Irish He's just like You just got that oh, fucking yeah. Irish cunning, you yeah. Just, yeah That's what he says It's just in your blood <laughs> Yeah Crazy Yeah you,
0: Were you much of a Party guy when you were younger?
1: Nah Well that The Cause the yeah. Irish love a drink. Yeah, yeah, love, love a drink. Um, and I do, I, I do when I'm when I can. Um, when it's time to party, I, I love letting loose. But that's why I'm thankful that I got in this sport, man. Because it just keeps me off that, you know. Keeps me on the on the straight and narrow. And um, like I always say, the the thing I love about fight, fighting the most when people ask you that <clears throat> is I like it. You become the best version of yourself. Wow. You know what I mean? Like every single time I'm just peaking in fitness, my mind, my body, my, my spirit, everything is just working together and you just feel how good you can feel. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing ever, hey?
2: Absolutely, man. Yeah. It does yeah. keep you on the straight and narrow, like best thing for my life and... You just hear example after example of people in similar situations once they started this sport. So we're so blessed to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: remember you said in your episode you're like, you know, like, just having one beer, I feel like it's going to undo like a week's worth of training. So I just have yeah. no desire to do it. I believe that. Yeah. I do, yeah. Like you feel it. Like, yeah. And it's that's, poison. that's why I see you guys at such, like, such a elite level. Like, then your bodies are that sensitive that it feels those negative inputs.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's really impressive.
1: Yeah, man. Were you, were you like a, a roughy did you have
2: a rough childhood or anything oh uh, yeah it was pretty rough growing up in Nara. yeah yeah lots right. of fights lots of partying lots yeah. of putting myself in bad positions bad places yeah okay. and just like martial arts was when i really grew as a person helped me grow and just stay out of trouble
1: and that just took you on the took me on the path, path i'm
2: on now and yeah. i just can't okay. go back because it's shown me the the light i guess yeah that's nice. sick yeah, so you you were
0: introduced to your first fighting gym at the age of fourteen, and then did you stay with that gym for most of your teen years?
1: Um, yeah, so it was a, a youth fight fitness. Um, Jason C, but he's like my brother. Um, just long term, that that's another sick thing. You, <clears throat> the people you meet in this journey, they just become like your like your family. Started with him. Um, he was just running a youth fight youth fight fitness club and it, it was actually um uh it was a free thing uh it started as a free thing and my other coach Noah they they would take uh troubled youth and like it's just like goes hand in hand in hand and I'll, I wasn't troubled youth but I obviously like to like to have a wrestle and a and a bit of a Punch and get in there And um, <clears throat> yeah just started there Just training a couple times a week Wasn't like a, But that started the obsession Then so I was with Jace for like two years And I kind of progressed Because I was obsessed um, And he, he sort of saw that And like I was The you know Like get, getting really good And he goes well, uh, I think it's time you go up With, uh, with Noah The guy that taught me um and went up there and I was 16 when I went to Noah and he it was like the perfect timing, eh? Because <clears throat> Central Coast is small, man, and not many fight gyms, not many like gyms that like, had experienced fighters there or anything. I think there was like one or two jiu-jitsu gyms and um yeah he he had like eight pro fighters at the time, just peaking, just all like in their m- mid 20s, just savages and I, I walked up there i was like fuck this is hectic <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea hey eh? just like it reminded me of never back down because <laughs> the never movie. Back, that was one of the <laughs> things that got me into the sport as well really yeah yeah never <laughs> back down it was just like i was like wow oh, this is sick yeah. and yeah it reminded me of that when um john roker's got all these fucking yeah. students just like pumping iron and Throwing each other on the mats, I walked in and seen that, and that uh, mate, I was just yeah, just obsessed. Yeah. And yeah, trained with him for a long time,
0: like through your teens up to your twenties.
1: Yeah, yeah. So did,
0: no. Sorry, just uh, sorry to cut you off there. Did you go? Did you graduate high school?
1: Nah, no. Nah, I I left in year eleven. Start okay. of Year eleven. I just got it. Got a trade.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you were you got a tr- you were doing an apprenticeship as well as training. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Wow. So, how old were you when you had your first fight then? Like, amateur or like, how old were you when you had your first proper fight?
1: Uh, 15. 15?
0: 15. <clears throat>
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Cause that, and that was like a short notice, like little, the boys were all fighting on a, um, it was a, the only show that ever ran on the coast, tougher, tougher promotions and, uh, yeah, that Noah just like, and it's still I had no intention of fighting. <laughs> like I, I, I was getting good, but I was like, I still didn't have my heart set on fighting. And Noah just goes, um, "Oh, do you want to fight in three weeks with the with the boys on the on a show? It's like an amateur fight, and um, yeah, jumped at that. Wow, opportunity. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, well, was there weight classes for that?
1: Yeah, yeah, we had an agreed weight class. Yeah.
0: Okay. So interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to keep the, like a bit, of, trying to get a timeline here. So that you went from, yeah, the first fight at 15, and then training, 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 and just what having regular amateur fights up until you know grade 11 of high school.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, still just amateur all the way till I was 19. When I when I was like 18, 19, I turned pro because I I did a um uh. Pancreasion tournament went went to Greece and fought in that. That was pretty fucking cool. Okay. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I, I'm so glad that I did that because I when I started fighting, I was like, yeah, when I hit 18, I'm going pro. Um, but I was I held off another year just to do that little that tournament, um, World Pancreasion tournament, and that was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. went represented Australia. Dude, that was cool. yeah,
0: oh man. Okay, so that's pretty epic, dude. And it's just like, okay, I'm just really trying to get my head around like just the depth of your career and like how much it's just been so ingrained in who you are as a person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm, I can't help thinking like because you've been surrounded by so many, you know, fighting situations and trained so much, striking and wrestling people constantly, has it made you a violent person or is it only violence in the ring?
1: Oh, not at all. Um, only in the ring. Like, is uh, it
0: bred of violence within you? That's the question I'm trying to ask. Well,
1: well it's funny. When my mate Pocket, he, he always says when you go into fight camp, you change. <laughs> it's like you just just your posture, you, the way you look, everything, and you do a like. I know. I, I do, do you find
2: a jack? Maybe it's like a testosterone thing. For you sure. Know, like you're getting, you're preparing to fight some guy your body's gone through these changes like yeah,
1: yeah. right because when I'm not in fight camp I'm just having fun I'm just in the gym like but I don't care if I lose around like it, it doesn't matter I'm just enjoying um, my training and then when fight camp happens I'm still enjoying all my training and it's still heaps of fun but yeah, you flip that switch a little bit, like, mm. and that's where I reckon that's where like the test levels pump up a bit. You're you're in the gym and you're, you're fighting for every round. You're, you're like, it's. Mm. Yeah. What
0: about outside the gym though? In between training sessions, in, in when you're out in society in everyday life?
1: I think I'm too fucked from training to, to be <laughs> to be worried about anything. I'm to, I've, I've left it all in the gym. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what's good about it. Like, uh, you, that's your release. Like a lot of guys. Uh, guys and girls, I guess, their release is going and getting fucked up on the weekends, um, partying. Um, that's fine if you're if you're being cool and nice. That's that's absolutely fine. My my release is yeah, usually like for I don't know ninety percent of the year is just that yeah training. Ninety percent of the year, and it it comes to a point where you need it. Like you, I, I need to train. It's uh, a drug <laughs> Yeah Yeah.
0: Like would you describe it as a form of meditation for you?
1: For, a, a form of medicine I Form of medicine Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like my, It is like my drug like I, If I don't train like, What do you like? I just get like short tempered I get shitty at things Because yeah. I, I think it's because I'm just so used to having that um, That like your natural endorphins Everything just Like after that session we did this morning Like yeah. fuck how good do you feel? It so feel good. so fucking good yeah. For like At least two Two three hours
0: But I had moments On that assault bike Today where I was like I think I want to die <laughs> <laughs> I actually fell off it Did uh, you see that yeah, yeah. I see. Like I was so cooked Like my legs His Just legs gave away Gave way. Fucking oath But it's just like You do get addicted to it. that You get yeah. addicted to that feeling right? Yeah
1: man Nah like, I, I urge anyone With uh, I always say uh, Mental Health uh, Issues Mental illness I Urge you to go to a gym Um, Doesn't mean Doesn't have to be a fucking fight gym Just go and exercise Feel how good that makes you feel I I guarantee you A lot of your problems will go away It'll help, it'll help a 100%
0: Would you say That you know Your mental health has fluctuated at times In your life
1: Yeah I I think like a lot of people Most people do yeah Um, I'm fortunate enough to be I, I haven't never stooped um, very, very low in my mental health. Um, yeah, and I think training is a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like I've got a, I know actually some interesting statistics about the Central Coast area and um, this is why I kind of want to pry a little bit is because there's actually – that area has uh, quite a large issue with mental health problems. I don't know if you're aware of that uh, statistically and so – I don't know. Like, have you been around people that have really been struggling with that aspect of their life? Yeah, you have. Yeah, and, you, in, you know in people. Times, yeah, in
1: times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even mates. I, I'm so glad I've got a fucking great bunch of mates, and we we always like just say to each other um you know love yous do you, um, do you talk about your feelings yeah bro do you um, yeah 100% do, do you, think um, you know
0: how gnarly it is to hear a ufc fighter say that
1: yeah like we all, we've got the the group chats on like facebook and instagram and that and yeah every now and then we just throw it in there just like fuck if, if any of yous need to talk love yous fucking just something something small like that um have yeah uh, I'm, I'm big on that, and I'm, I feel lucky to have a, a group of mates that I can be like that with. Are they For part
0: sure of not? the Malaki Army?
1: Fucking knows they are. Yes, day They Day uh, us. us Dude, how
0: do I become one of the Malaki Army people?
1: Oh man, what do I have to do? It's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do, I have to, do I have to party with you after your fights and stuff? Like, yeah, what do you do?
1: That's a, that's a must, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, nah, join the clan. Join yeah. the clan, hundred percent.
0: So, okay So, we went into your early 20s You know, what was going on then? Like, how old were you when you had your first fight? 20 what?
1: Um, your
0: first um, pro fight Sorry, first pro fight Yeah, I was 19 19 Yeah, yeah Yeah And, um How many fights in Did you fight Alexander Volkanovski? Because you fought You fought Volk once, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah I was uh, 9 and 0
0: you were, not, you were already 9 and 0 then? Yep, yep Was he your first loss?
1: Yeah. Yeah Was he? Yeah
0: how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, first loss as a pro. As I a lo- pro, I lost one amateur fight um, to Martin Newton. He, yeah. He's like he become a double champion one FC. Right, he's, he's done very well. Um, and then yeah, I lost to Volker as, as a pro, and fuck, that was um, yeah, massive lesson.
0: Did you think you were going to win that one though? Cause yeah, he I would did. have been less experienced than you for sure.
1: I, I did, but to tell you the truth, I, I didn't because it was like I was. I, run sort of run through nine guys and i'm like i'm the fucking best i'm and I, I told my coach I was like I want to fight. Oh, I, I want to fight Alex Volkanovski for the for the AFC belt. For really?
0: Him. Like you were already eyeing him off. Was he? Because he just hit the scene pretty hard, didn't he? Everyone's like, this guy's next level.
1: Yeah, he's a beast. Like
2: but everyone was. What? He made an impact pretty early. No one wanted right? to fight him from yeah. the from the
1: get go, right? Yeah, Jamie took,
2: Jamie fought yeah. him. No one else wanted to.
1: Oh, really?
2: That's what I remember at the time. Anyway, I could be wrong, but
1: yeah, I'd say be about right. He eh? was avoided. Mm. Yeah, because he was. He was struggling to get fights and he was going to boxing and he I think he had one or two
2: yeah that's right he did something. yeah
1: and that was around that time um and yeah he I, I got off of the fight and I was like yeah and I, I talked to my coach and he's like it's a big fucking fight and I remember he said um he, he did like he said oh, I'll back him no matter what but he said if you keep putting your head out like you it's gonna get chopped one day like you know that right and I'm like yeah yeah and um, I like I learned so much then. Man, I was coming into the fight like a little cocky, um, just a young like fucking twenty-one year old or whatever it was. Um, and I was. And I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, like I'm, I'm be- I feel like I'm better than him everywhere. But that's what you got to do when you're going into the fight <laughs> the the number one guy in Australia. I wasn't gonna go in and be like um. Like I, I, I wasn't disrespectful, but yeah, I was. I was trying to pump myself up to to go in with this fucking animal, and yeah, that that taught me like so much about uh, about wh- what? where you have to be up here.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, so like confident, but not cocky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Eh? A a yeah. little bit. Like like keep yourself grounded. Yeah. Um. Because I think I was. You know, the, like, fake it till you make it sort of thing. It's not like... I wasn't fully that, but I was telling myself what I wanted to hear. And then on the fight night, I was like, fuck... This guy, I was like, like at what stage? Oh, I just want just this to be over. I was going to say, at what
0: at what point did you realise, like, oh shit, I'm a little bit in over my head this here? Was it real, in yeah. the first round, like in, like um, straight away in the first I, round, or what?
1: Nah, just before we walked out. Really? Yeah, I like hit
0: before you even started? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was just, and that's where, like, you. That's where fighters tell you, you decide if you win or lose. Up here You've, you've got to be on You've got to right. be on And uh, Why guess, did it
0: change though As you're walking out Why did all of a sudden that You said you were confident But why did all of a sudden You realise like Oh shit What Cause, have I done
1: Because it's real Because okay. you're there Ah okay and, and that's Yeah I sometimes say that To our amateur guys as well Don't take this sport lightly Because It's going to be real and Would like, that be
0: yeah. your, Is that your advice to Jarrett
1: Oh Jarrett's Man Jarrett's had Plenty of fights He, he knows that um, so he's, he's well aware of that. He's a, he's a young killer coming up through the ranks. Um, so, but that's a, that's what I say to the amateur guys and to people that want to think about fighting. Yeah, it's fun and fucking fucking oath, Get in there and have a go, but take it seriously because it's it's going to be real and you're going to be standing in front of a guy that has been trained to take you out. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's, that's it.
0: And you got to be better.
1: You got to be better. You got to. Gotta take it serious. I don't
0: know, man, but like it must in a weird way feel good that like you lost a you lost a Volk but but now he's the pound for pound. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, yeah, at least i I'm glad he got that far. Like, yeah. you know, I lost to the best of the best. Yeah. And it was oh, yeah, a good was, fight. Yeah, like
2: it was yeah. a really good fight.
0: Yeah. 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 Did it go the full three rounds or he got you in the nah, second, didn't he? Nah, no, he got me in the first. He, got in the first. he, he,
1: he put me out pretty quick. Um I, I put up a fight for sure, but yeah. it uh, he, he dominated. He, he's a fucking... He's a savage. What,
0: what did you immediately notice about him when it started? It was just like his sheer power or speed or both?
1: Very fast, just, I, I remember. Yeah. Like, this is years ago, but I remember he was very, very quick.
0: It's hitting um, different.
1: I reckon that's what's going to be a massive difference in the Islam fight too. The speed? The speed. Yeah. I, I think that uh, I, I heard Joe Rogan say that and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Um Islam's big and he's strong, but that that four kilo difference in them where we we know that Alex can handle himself against bigger guys, he was a bigger guy, Um, but the speed I think is going to shock Islam a bit. eh? Yeah. Uh, I, I hope I hope it will.
2: <laughs> especially because he's put on the muscle mass and then he's going to shred again. He's probably... We're going to maybe see a faster vault yeah. than we've seen in yeah. the last few fights.
1: Oh, faster and more powerful. It's, it's fucking... It's hard
2: scared. to believe, mm-hmm. but...
1: Well, that's one thing, man.
0: Like, you can never count... You never count him out, ever. <laughs> like, just, and um, that was actually one of my questions. I'll ask both of you this. Like, let's talk predictions for that card, you know? Like... What are your predictions for UFC 284? I mean, I I'm just so pumped to that that whole event. Like wow.
1: Mm. What do you think? Such a such a big event. Um yeah, I'm I'm going to take Volk for for a fourth or fifth round finish. Okay. Yeah.
2: Is that what you're feeling? Yeah, I think he can finish it in the later rounds or um win the decision, you know, the fight may end up staying on the feet. If Islam can't take him down, he might have to, you know, fight it out on the feet against Volk. You think that, I
0: mean, that's obviously going to be Volk's strategy, especially to stay off the ground in the first round when they're, when they're still dry, right? Like, because he's going to be really wary of the wrestling game. Am
2: I right? Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and uh, But I don't think he's, uh, like, that. He, he's not scared of it. You know, okay. Volk, Volk is is he's, he, he's a, a very, very hard guy to hold down, so <clears throat> I think that and, and he underst like he understands how the Daz- Dagestani guys wrestle. Yeah. Like he understands how they how they go. And he's like yeah, he like you ask anyone that trains with him, um, he's so fucking hard to hold down. I know it's Islam. I understand that. He's He's a, a next level guy, but um, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be luck. He's not, and he, that's another composure. He's going—you'll you, see Alex staying composed in these situations. I, I guarantee I guarantee he's not going to um, panic and do something that gives Islam uh, uh, a next, uh, an next transition or. Gives his neck Or something Like he, he's so Fucking composed It's amazing eh? And then Obviously His physical ability I, I think he'll I think he'll really I, I think it's a good fight For him yeah.
0: eh? It's gonna be amazing It amazes me how, how relaxed he is Like even in the Max Holloway Three Fight He just Immediately just Looks so relaxed And you just could see how this Game plan set up And he was sticking to it And mm. You know Wasn't Wasn't uh, Making any you know, it like wasn't you know, like making any mistakes and just sticking to the game plan, and it was just like wow, you know. Mm. And he just picked him apart, it just picked yeah. him apart. So good. Um, I want to, I want to sort of pry a little bit um, with going back to your role in that in that card. I mean, how. How certain are you that you're going to get a get it going to get someone to fight? Like, I mean, do you do you speak with Dana White and stuff like that?
1: Uh no. Nah, usually, it's just my manager speaks to uh, Sean Shelby. He's okay. my matchmaker. Okay. So, and yeah, we're, we're pretty we're on. certain. We're on. There'll be we're there's
0: surely there's, there's fighters out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Someone someone's <laughs> going to take that fight.
0: Well, what, what's the what's the delay? You reckon?
1: I, I have no idea. I thought everyone would be jumping at the opportunity to come out. For a a fucking trip out to Australia and fight But yeah, I've got no idea I
0: think it's because they don't want to travel
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure Like some guys would like maybe be a bit intimidated Fighting a guy in their home (laughs) crowd Um, Possibly, I I have no idea Yeah, Yeah. okay
2: Yeah, interesting well, they know they're in for a fight. When you fight Jamie, you're in yeah. for a fight. Like, nah, probably I, think,
1: even, I think the Aussie crowds are, are pretty, pretty rowdy, wild. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon <laughs> it, it's an intimidating place to walk out to, especially with uh, the, all the guys out of our country doing so well uh, in the sport now. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: amazing, hey. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a such amazing thing to see. And, like, even just at the gym, like, I mean, aside from you and Volk and there's – like you know, Colby, Jarrett, uh, who else is? Uh, Justin's got Justin, fights coming up. Amina, oh, in February, Amina, Maddie, Maddie, your Maddie. Anderson. Yeah, like so many people have got all these, you know, up and coming <clears throat> fights, and it's just it's really exciting. And for me, as someone who's not a competitive fighter at all, and just a, an enthusiast of the training and whatever, it's just to be around that energy is just ah, oh, it's so good, man. It's yeah. just, it just it's so exciting and fun and. I often tell my friends that hanging out with fighters is like hanging out with skateboarders or surfers. It's because it's like, you know, your conversations around like breaking things down, you know, should I move my foot this way? You know, you know, what's this look, what's this going to look like? And, you know, you're just problem solving constantly, Mm. you know, and it's, uh, it's so good. So anyway.
1: Yeah. That's, that's one thing I love about, uh, training down with, um, with these guys. It's like a hour of training and then you get it almost another hour of sitting on the mats after going over everything
2: (laughs) you get a seminar
1: it's like (laughs) (laughs) you you get volk in the lobby fucking showing you how how he's getting up out of out of positions and it's like that that's that obsession that's what you want to be around
0: and that's where it's an art towards it's a martial mm, art You can like, yeah. see the art And it's I don't know It's almost like a It's a black art Because it's Never going to be perfected Is it
1: You know nah, There's
0: so many variables To consider right mm.
2: You know So we might see After you know Alex takes out Islam The the Dagestani wrestling Has been so dominant Maybe this is the The turn of the tide That we see mm. There's a way to Counter it Yeah Because yeah. they've changed The whole sport I the way khabib fought everyone basically went back and started working on all their wrestling their takedown defense like mm. just because of those guys yeah. the game's evolved
0: how much of it you reckon is because they're training at altitude you know they're training at altitude Do right? yeah Dagestan yeah. Like Dagestan's at altitude It's high So there's less oxygen in the air And they're training in that constantly yeah. Yeah. Could I wonder, be I wonder why Is that why they're so strong? I don't know
1: Could be the fucking Usada over there Turning a blind eye to some yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> they're too hard to I find I mean, I'm not gonna say that But I, I am saying that Like I Fuck
0: Why well, you don't think They're tested as often as, as some fighters?
1: I don't Well Just going from there Like have you seen the doka Icarus?
2: Oh no I haven't I yeah, have seen no, it I,
1: yeah Oh man I got to like, watch it That's how Russia cheated the Olympics they're a pretty they're known for uh passing some fucking roids under the table and getting their athletes to be the best athletes in the world mm. and the Usada as far as I know there's Usada like uh representatives in every country so mm. th- th- those guys be Fucking getting let know, I'm coming to see you in three weeks, so I, I reckon, did you I seen, don't know, I don't but, know. i, I, I
2: seen not. a video of Islam the other day talking about when he was like 14, 15 and they would just give him vitamins, did you see that? Vitamins? Yeah, they would he'd wake up every day and... Whoever it was They'd be like Take these vitamins mm, It was well, just they're... him It was just him saying it Like I'm not misquoting It's there his words What was in the vitamins
1: Yeah I saw Bobby Green um, He had an interview Before his last fight The other week <sighs> And he was like I've moved with Thousands of guys Thousands of guys In my life And he felt different And he was just like What the fuck Like they, They're bred into this stuff they get given like it makes sense, right? I, I reckon there's there's something. Mm. Maybe if he's not on it now, he's a hundred percent been on it. Like him and Khabib and that. Like I don't I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't like yeah. to badmouth someone when no. I don't know. Yeah, but I have very high suspicion in that.
0: Yeah, you know. But then there's a part of me I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. You know, they're deeply religious people. Yeah, you know, and. Um, and you know, ethically, it would go against their religion. You know, so you know that's yeah. that's a that's and a factor to consider. They I'm seem just like
1: saying. good people, eh? Hey? Like they, they are, you they're know, very respectful, and very. But uh, fuck! But
2: he didn't know what was in the vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and vitamins are tricky, man. No,
0: I mean, yeah. does anyone it know was, what's it
1: in? He <laughs> was just doing what he was told, eating what he got fed.
0: Yeah. Nah. Okay. No, it's interesting perspective to hear so down we'll the see. rabbit hole it's a it is a rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. it is a rabbit hole but Who I, knows? Don't Who I don't know i don't know um when um so when you were going through your 20s it's just for you like you said you did a trade yeah so you started to trade around what 16 17
1: yeah i was 17 what was it in plumbing
0: plumbing mm. and um how many years did you do that
1: for yeah,
0: Pete's a plumber That's yeah. why they call him Pete the plumber
1: Bloody se- Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, seven, seven years Plumber's seven crack Seven years I was plumbing
0: Wait, seven years Yeah And training and fighting
1: Yep Yep Wow man mm.
0: Grinding it out
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah No, when you when, It didn't feel like a grind To tell you the truth okay. There's Some days Some days after a big day on the shovel or, And then getting Getting back home and Going to the gym But I don't know. When you when you're young, you yeah. don't think about that shit. You're just doing it.
0: <laughs> well, what stage did you let the plumbing go then?
1: Uh, when I when I had my first UFC fight. Okay. So yeah. Okay. And that like that was the thing. I I took took that fight and I wasn't even training as a full-time fighter. So I feel like the development in these last couple of years has been fucking huge. I can imagine. Yeah. Huge. Like as an athlete, you know hmm. what I mean? Given the body of the rest, the recovery, um, training two two to three times a day is, is massive, and um, the the growth I've felt has just been massive. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's like you've gone all in now on the on the the professional career. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, is it sustaining you an income? To as because there's a lot of talk about UFC you know uh, fighters pay yeah you know is it is it enough to keep you going between
1: fights yeah yeah it's it's enough to keep me going um with where i'm at and yeah um you like do you you kind of i feel like whenever i've been in life you you go to what you make sort of thing you know what i mean like I, what do you mean I like um you live there to what you can afford, even <laughs> literally, okay, yeah. yeah
0: like the do. more you have, the more you spend too.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, it's 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 okay. But like, I think that that's the thing. Starting in a in a well, any organization, any company, when you think about it, and you start small and you work your way up. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my that's my plan. Just do, to,
0: do they support you in between fights in terms of medical, uh, maybe training costs and stuff like that, or is that all on you?
1: Yeah, no, they do. They they will they will support. You. Um, they'll they'll pay for, for the UFC treatment. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they cover medical bills and um, yeah, things like that. Well, I actually had neck surgery as soon as I made the UFC. Oh right. Yeah, it was like. Kind of good timing They paid for it. Yeah they just paid for it mm. um, Yeah because it was uh, Obviously it was Going to happen regardless I was just years And years of training And um <clears throat> I got a bulged disc And uh, that was Leading into my second uh, UFC fight
0: Cervical spine? Yes The top part? Yeah
1: Yeah Yeah. Wow yeah, so that and that they, they covered that, so I was I felt like really, really grateful. Really was that lucky. just from
0: repetitive strain? Yeah. It wasn't just like a one off injury like it nah. wasn't a one off event that caused it.
1: No, nah. yeah, no, nah, yeah. it was just constant uh like you know how your spine can uh, create it creates pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just to years and years of not looking after myself. Yeah. And then you you fucking finally find out one day you gotta start yeah, put invest in a little bit of time and money into yourself.
0: This might be a cliche thing to ask, but how do you feel about sustaining concussions? Is it something that you really worry about the the the, the damage that's causing or the long term damage?
1: Uh if you're training wrong, I would.
0: What do you mean wrong?
1: Like if you're having gym wars every single week? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend that at all. Yeah. I've never trained like that Okay um, Definitely in, in camp Sparring gets hard right Like you, you start sparring harder But yeah You, you don't Like you, you you train with people that You trust And that aren't um, gonna, gonna do that shit That aren't gonna Try to take your head off Because um, we're helping each other You know what I mean So and like Joe's big on that um, Yeah Like Health before uh, Before anything else But Yeah if, if you're training wrong Like I see it more In boxing eh Well
0: they're just getting Regular hits in the head
1: Oh bro Boxers Sparse Like Quite often I think I, I don't know But uh, Yeah If they're sparring Like two to three times a week And the way they spar The The head knocks Like yeah you don't want to be doing that,
0: yeah, so you kind of feel at peace with the fact that yeah you are you are gonna sustain concussions, but it's generally around fight time exactly, and it's not week yeah. in week out, yeah yeah, okay,
1: like accidents happen in the gym for sure, mm. but um yeah it's it's definitely not a regular occurrence yeah. for me, it never has been
0: it's not something. That's deterring you from from continuing
1: nah nah, no no way no (laughs) way i'm already ugly Uh, i I can keep coming a few knocks here and there Can can i
2: can i ask you a question um do you see like ufc as an investment for after you finish and leave that it will set you up with maybe like going around and Given advice to fighters or kids or maybe even starting your own gym, do you see, like, life after the UFC being financially beneficial to you?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it depends what you want to do, right? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think about it a lot, and I don't know if I want to um, start my, gy- my own gym. I would love to one day. Um and yeah, if if that's what you wanna do, for sure, for sure. Like I think uh, like speaking about your experiences, like even what we're doing now, but to like younger younger kids and that, um that oh that that's that's unreal. That like quite fulfilling as well. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely make a uh an income and um set yourself up.
2: Yeah, like I do notice it seems like the youth growing up today, they're really lacking like positive male figures like, or like a masculine people to show them the way. Like back in my hometown, there's a lot of kids running around with knives, gangs and that sort of thing. And, you know, you talk to them about UFC, they wouldn't even really know what it is. They're so caught up in their world of crime. And it, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's our responsibility to be like, hey, there's something beyond that. Yeah. And, like, yeah. your story in itself is, like, going to help a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Nah, for sure, man. That's it. And it's something that I have thought about. Um, like, we'll, we'll see. For now, it's fighting. And then, um, man, maybe when I'm when I'm hanging up the gloves, I will want to go around and, and talk to young youth, troubled mm. youth. Uh, that'd be fucking sick. Mm. That'd be unreal. Because I know guys that have done that that haven't even, like, been at, at the – uh, like been been in that um spotlight as well, and it can really make a difference, man. So, for sure, it's something I'm gonna think about.
2: But at the time, like now, with fighting, you like to go real tunnel vision in on just that one thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I, I think that you want to put all your energy into one thing at a time. But for sure, you you do want to uh, think about life after fighting as well, yeah. like because you see so many guys that. Um, finish fighting, and they get a little bit like lost in what they want to do because it's all they've ever known. Yeah. So it, it's important, and I feel like that's us learning off them guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. You learn off those those uh, that that older generation that they were fucking tough, tough as nails, and yeah, it teaches you to to set yourself up for after fighting. Yeah, fighting's cool. just a part of life. <laughs> it ain't life. It's just a part of life.
0: Yeah, it's a good. Good questions, and it, it kind of leads into something I wanted to ask you as well. Like, yeah, what is the end? And Jarrett's kind of what he asked it, but what is the end game? You know, when do you when do you feel like you're going to know it's time to hang up the um, gloves?
1: Yeah, I don't know, hey, eh? because I feel like it's a double edged sword. Because when you're getting to that point of your career, you got to think about your health, your family. Um, first and foremost But then it's also the most You're ever going to be getting paid You know what I mean That's that's the fight life You work your way up And then when you're at uh, the end of your career That's when you're making the most money So I 100% understand guys That keep hanging in there for another fight Another fight And yeah It'd be a tough decision to make But you got to you got to choose health Over, over that I, I feel yeah. I will anyway Because yeah health disease number one
0: nice man mm. yeah i um and again i, I love the one the questioning that jared was uh, jared was asking because i ask all my guests this um and i kind of come out with this question because over the last few years you know i'm at that stage in my life where people are passing away around me i have had to go to a lot of funerals you know oh, for yeah. some reason and uh you know i'm listening to eulogies and stuff and they're talking about the legacies of these people. And I know it sounds like a morbid thing, just bear with me. But uh, and it got me thinking, it's like, well, you know, what do I want What do I want to be remembered for? Like, what do I want my legacy to be left in this world to be? Mm. So I don't know if you've ever thought of that, but what do you feel like you want to be remembered for?
1: Oh, man, I, I reckon that's what every, like, man... Uh, should think about when they're about to die Like you look back on your life Are you going to be happy with your life um, And I want to be I, I guess I want to just be a good person um, And be Number one a family man uh, That's that's how I see myself ben. But yeah You definitely Kind of don't, don't know exactly how to answer the question It's but a tough question you, Yeah you 100% looking back on your life That's That's you have to be happy with what you've done um what you've what you've left in this life yeah yeah sorry about no that.
0: no no I do it's yeah. like the, one of the hardest questions in the world but I also think it is a really good question to to consider because it can really shape, like, how you decide to conduct yourself as a human being and, and the decisions you make, mm. you know, and it's really changed my perspective, like, and a lot of the funerals I went to, like, I didn't hear anyone ever talk about the cars or the property or the things that that person owned Yeah All I ever heard At these funerals Was like Oh man He loved his kids Yeah And gee Oh man He was always out You know In nature He loved to fish Yeah He loved having A a few beers With his mates And having a laugh
1: Human things
0: Yeah You know
1: Being human Yeah
0: But don't you feel like We just get so caught up In all that other bullshit Yeah bro You know But then I And that's why I love hanging out With you guys Is because You just purely Have put that shit aside And that shit Make Make come as a byproduct of what you're doing yeah but at your heart and soul it's like you just you're into this activity yeah you you love to train you love to push himself like yeah these are really human things that you're doing
1: for sure Mm. for sure and uh, you put those things first then like you said the rest will come but it shouldn't be the most like the shit you get caught up in eh?
0: i don't know like because i'm like yeah I'm (coughs) i'm 46 next week and i'm like Everyone that I've seen chasing that shit Either lose it in some way Or they're fucking miserable You know And and I did I was maybe one of those people that thought All that shit was going to make me happy And I chased it and I chased it And I thought that I was going to be okay And I wanted that security and all that But it's just It's yeah, nothing It's just something I've learned It's nothing, yeah Who were your biggest supporters in life around you?
1: Oh, my mum and my dad, for sure yeah yeah no they've they've always backed me every everything that I do <laughs> um always been there like mum when I first started training she she was out every single hour her, taking me to the taking me to training um dad obviously yeah worked worked the hardest man hardest working man I've ever known
0: they weren't and, concerned about you getting hurt and things like that
1: yeah, for sure. For sure that that stuff came in. I think they that they like started so scared and then as they seen that I can I can do it and I'm good at it, they were like, "Oh, fuck, this is this is mad." So they started getting into it.
2: Does your mum watch your fights? Yeah. yeah. Good question.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does your mum watch your? No. Nah.
2: She can't do it. No. Nah. I get it. Um I don't want her to, you know, I don't want to put her through that stress. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a hard thing, like, even the last fight, like, going out the driveway, see ya, I'll be back soon. She's just doing hobbies around the house. That's why she wanted me to ask Alex, like, if his parents watched these fights, but I can oh, get to ask you. Yeah. She, I don't think she should, should have to. Like, I got nah. it. But you went on a tear. No, 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 she, your parents would have a nah. lot of... A lot of um, confidence in your ability.
1: Yeah, well, it's a personal thing, right? Like, it's uh, if you can, um, if you can do that. But for sure, if if you uh, don't, if it's gonna throw you out, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't want to put my mum through yeah. that if she was like that. But she, yeah, she she watches. She understands that um, it's it's safe enough. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> as fucked up as that is to say, I don't
0: know. The, the more I watch it. I don't know if I've been desensitised, but I see the safety in it, especially with, like, good quality referees. and. But also, no one who steps into a ring, well, rarely, but most people that step into a ring have trained so fucking hard just to be there in the first place. So they are going to be able to look after themselves to a
2: certain degree.
0: You know, mm. yeah, you you can get clipped. Anyone can get clipped, right? Mm. But... They're, they're there for a reason And they've trained for it So
2: That's what inspires me the most about you Jamie Like w- Watching your fights in the UFC Like I've watched your fights before I met you But it's like your will and determination And your ability to put yourself in the pocket Like in the danger zone mm. Knowing that you're going to come out on top Like even that fight with Michael Johnson Like I think he has like the quickest hands In the lightweight division mm. And your game and his game is so similar, but you were like, all right, I believe in my ability. Let's do it. Let's see who comes out on top. Yeah. And you won the fight. That's why, like, I've respected you so much with the way that you fight mentally. That's why when I get to spy you in the gym, I'm like, this is so cool, man. Uh Because I knew Alex before. He was in the UFC. But with you, like, you're someone that I've watched and then yeah. you come into the gym and it was like a whole, yeah. like, a real cooler feeling in a way, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool, man. I appreciate that heaps. Thank, yeah. Thanks for that. But, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's how it is, eh? What, what, you know, so
2: I think you'll go big, man, because you're an entertaining fighter to watch. Nah, never thanks, a boring man. fight when you're in it, man. Jeez, Hell,
1: yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you ever meet Bruce Buffer? Yeah. What's yeah, he yeah. like? He's, he's fucking cool ass, man. He's I'm cool. I'm just mate.
0: curious. Such a pimp with those, dudes. like, they're just his jackets and, like, because I'm into, like, this sort of shit. It's like his voice is so rad.
1: Yeah. You know. Oh, man. What's he like? He he's a weirdo? He's a Don. He's he's, he just, a don. just looks like just a dog. Has, has the suit on, just walking around, like, fuck. Are you, you
0: seeing backstage and shit.
1: shit? Yeah, you just know he's the shit, eh? Just the Don I just kind of
0: feel like he's the kind of guy That, you know, if you go to a, You just walk into a casino in Vegas And he'll be there At the blackjack table With a bunch of chicks around him
1: <laughs> yeah. With off? sparkling white teeth <laughs> Are
0: they really that white in real yeah, life? Yeah, right Like he's Adam
2: Dunn. done
1: Yeah, 100% I
2: don't know
0: I just feel like he's got mafia connections as well <laughs> I don't
2: know <laughs> How is it his brother was the Um you remember the boxing announcer that? Are you ready to rumble? Oh, is that his brother? You yeah. probably get copyright for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, so he didn't. He didn't know that that was his brother. Like he found out later in life that he had a father and brother, and they reached out to him, no. and then he became the UFC announcer.
0: This were a
1: family yeah. of
2: announcers.
1: So he, he found that out when before he became. The UFC and Yeah it. So that must have like
2: Triggered dirty. it And then You know He was like I want to be like my brother When he met later in life When he was like Fully grown man That's and, so cool. Yeah No way Hey yeah.
0: you know Bruce Buffer's got a podcast Does he? Yeah, yeah. He's got his own podcast Talk to Fighters
1: Shout out Bruce would have thought Yeah There you go You, you should do documentaries Like
2: David Attenborough like That voice
0: <laughs> He's got the craziest voice I mean I get goosebumps When he announces dude He does do an amazing yeah, job eh? The passion
1: Yeah The passion
0: The 360 <laughs> buffer Dude The 360
2: buffer What yeah.
1: do you mean Oh he like He's been in there Like screaming his head off Think he might have done it With Brock Lesnar Or something yeah. um, And he fucking just Jumps in it In a full circle On the spot Oh right yeah. Oh when he announces it Yeah, yeah The 360 buffer fucking intense
0: I don't know Like I'm just inspired By anyone That puts a thousand percent Into whatever they do And like that's what he's doing yeah. Like He does his job And he does Amen. it as well You know Amen
2: no shortcuts here. I wonder, like, fights, how they would have been if he wasn't around. Because it would give you, like, that adrenaline, right? And yeah. the fights would be more crazy because he hypes it up so well.
1: Yeah, especially at oh. that main event, eh? It's yeah. just, like, that, that feeling yeah. you get. It's fucking special.
2: I mean, how much can the UFC thank him?
0: Like, I mean, as part of their growth, you know, he's probably been a pretty integral part of yeah, the actual massive. the growth and the excitement around it. How will they
2: replace him after he's
0: gone? I know, well there's the other guy that does it, but this is it's a not thing, the same. Like, I don't know, I don't even know yeah. his name, but like he's pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah. They are, they'll probably come around, but look, I I find crazy how many events he makes. He's had yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. so many yeah. like he yeah, just gets
0: like, to he gets to them, hey. Mm,
1: like even before the UFC was pumping him out as much as they are, like to to, to go to that many events. Like in one year, that would take it out of you. Eh? Absolutely, that, surely right. they have to sacrifice a lot. Eh?
0: You reckon? he does not Let's face it; it might be the best job on earth. Though he doesn't have to do much. Oh, for sure. Come on.
1: It's it's still like a good, it's does... a good life and a good lifestyle. But like, I don't know. Would he Would he be able to have a family? And yeah, I don't know. true. That's I that's what he gets paid.
2: He'd have all the money in the world already. Yeah, he could retire now. Yeah, and... But that's from
0: coordinating the mafia and shit. Yeah. <laughs> What about um okay? Another random question. Who's your favourite commentator in the UFC?
1: Um, I reckon Mike Bisping.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's good.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love Bisping. Yeah. I love his fucking humour. Yeah, his rawness, like he's how real he really is. Yeah, I reckon he's the baddest motherfucker that's fought in the UFC. He was tough, man. Yeah, oh, dude,
0: like nasty
1: tough. Just even his personality, he's always wants to like, like go yeah. he always wants it he, even like when he's at, uh he's like that on the commentating table or like on a the the show table where they're doing the show <clears throat> he's just like he picks at people all the time yeah, yeah i know he, heavyweights and shit he yeah. just picks at. yeah it's like he and he's want, f- f- fucking huge <laughs> yeah. Wait, how tall is that
0: guy like 6'3 or something he's, yeah, he's actually he's tall but
2: solid yeah him and dominic cruz Whenever they're on together oh, They oh, go mate. back and forth mate. Tip the tart So good
1: There's more to that um, Because like Ross is a Good mates With both of them yeah. Obviously He trained at Alliance With Dom And trained at uh, Like um, These Pommy uh, Pommy mates With um, Bisping And that And Dom Told us that they have come close To throwing hands <laughs> and, and Dom's like A little Tough little Mexican He'd yeah, back and down And <laughs> And since he told me all the backstory, and he's like, I fucking don't like him. We don't get on and shit. And since I heard that, now I hear them commentating and they're like arguing while they're commentating (laughs) and shit. So fucking funny, man.
2: (laughs) Who's your favorite? You've already told me, Joe Rogan. I said Rogan, but John Anik does such a good job, doesn't he? He's my personal
0: favorite. They're all good, man. He holds it together real well. Yeah, DC is good. Just because I like DC as a fighter as well yeah. But
1: It's mad that they've they got more um, Like intelligent fighters coming through Like like more inte- Not what more do you mean? intelligent But like fighters Real fighters that have been there and Oh like, and
0: now commentating Yeah yeah, 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 it's yeah. So
1: good Because so, the, I, I, the- I learn I learn when I watch fights Like like Paul Felder And do- uh, Mike and Dominic Cruz All these guys yeah. Explaining things that I Would yeah. have never have even thought
0: They're legit Yeah, yeah. Um, the
1: best guys in the world. Yeah,
0: who are some of your who are some of your favourite fighters or fighters that are in the UFC that you've really got an eye on?
1: Um, my favourite fighter. Was Forrest Griffin. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was pretty starstruck when I met him, actually. That was, that was cool. Okay. He was my, my OG favourite fighter. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know who I've really got an eye on and I just love watching his fights is that Spanish guy, Ilya Tapuria. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's
0: cool. I, I, I just kind of feel like that guy is going to be the next big super, superstar. Like, he's yeah. something about him. He's a savage, but he's, he's a so guy.
2: fucking feared. He's, he's got to get past folk.
0: I know that's what I mean, but still, like he, he's someone to keep an eye on, man. It makes yeah, the division
2: he's, interesting.
0: Yeah. He's strong and he's he strikes hard and he can wrestle. I don't know, there's something I don't know, someone to think about.
1: Yeah, no, those Georgian motherfuckers—they they, they are playing. <laughs> they're, uh, well, they're real bad guns. The <laughs> Georgians, from, yeah. yeah, from yeah. that
0: area of Spain. Yeah, man, that?
1: they're they're proper like. That's why I laugh when uh, Paddy's. Talking shit to him, And I was like Mate he'll murder you He'll actually kill you
0: (laughs) Spanish are pretty gnarly people I remember I Years ago I ran with the bulls Went to the running of the bulls Did you Yeah man (laughs) And um I'll never ever forget this Like Mind you I'd been on a bender all night Didn't sleep And then straight And then you run in the morning With the bulls So I got one eye going that way One eye going that way (laughs) probably had my last beer like 10 minutes ago and i'm in the streets getting ready to line up and then i'll never forget this the spanish police came through to clear the streets for the for the event and they like it wasn't just like okay everyone clear the streets now it was just full force like battens out just poking everyone men women old ladies poking them in the back with their battens like and they were just fucking terrifying like it makes australian police look so nice Uh. These guys, oh. fuck it. And just to clear the streets, like, for something that was a legal event. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> it wasn't even a riot. And I was like, imagine it was a riot. Uh, you know, man, and then, here's it, another man. story that just hit me. When we're actually running with the bulls, I'll never forget this, there's a, there's, a like, a bull herder that runs with a stick. And, like, it's pretty easy to avoid the bulls, but... People want to fuck with the bulls and, you know, so they just, they get close to them. I'll never forget the bull herder. He had no hesitation with just smacking people in the face with his stick. I'm just like, these guys are fucking gnarly. Anyway,
1: eh? There's Different a memory
0: brilliant. for you. There's a memory.
1: Yeah, man. That's fucking cool.
0: Dude, it's been epic. I mean, and it's a real treat having you on the show, Jamie. Appreciate uh, it, man. I'm stoked.
1: Nah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's, man. This is cool.
0: Yeah. You, um, how do you sorry? One more question. That's fine. Oh, is it, is, it, is it talk to me, bro? Is that the one? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk. Well, I'll ask you that. Yeah, yeah, talk to me, bro. We'll talk about that in a second. But I was gonna ask you, like, you know, Harry, how, how do you feel about doing media? I've seen your press conference and stuff. Mm. Press, I know, like, is it just something you go, well, I have to do as, as part of my job, but do you enjoy it?
1: Um, no, I do enjoy it, do especially you? on fight week. Yeah, like, I, I tell you what, I enjoy. Um, good media where the camera is on and they're asking and you're talking to someone. I fucking hate when um like some newspapers or, or whatever they call you up and they ask you a question and it's like not recorded and stuff and you gotta. I, I hate that shit. I hate okay. talking to people and then they word your ans- like they word questions and your answers differently, and they make you sound like a dickhead. That, no. That's happened to me on the on the paper and shit. I'm like fuck.
0: Like I didn't I say that. that like that. Yeah, it
1: well, didn't they'd... come out as that at all. <sighs> and then and then, then even the headlines. Like, I, I told a, a guy in the newspaper once that. Um, I used to Just We'd been obsessed With the sport When I was young I, As we all have You YouTube Techniques And learn them And I just mentioned that And he fucking I don't I don't think it was I swear it was the headline I think he headlined it um, Jamie Malarkey Explained Like and he said that I I learnt I got myself to the UFC by looking at fucking YouTube, <laughs> like started as a YouTube like teaching click himself click I fucking like,
0: clickbait. Fuck? Yeah,
1: what? that shit I hate. But no, nah, I re- I really enjoy Fight Week media. It gives you something yeah. to be um, excited for. Yeah, like gets you yeah gets you excited for the fight.
0: I fucking journal, I fucking journalists give me the shits. That's why I say this a lot. I, I think unedited podcasts such as this one are the most pure form of media. Yeah. Like I mean, i um, having a chat. It is. It also like I don't have any bias. No one owns me, you know. And uh, I, I don't edit or very little unless like it's someone fucking you know. There's a, a chainsaw goes off in the background or yeah. stuff like that, but it's like, it's like it is what it is. You said what you said, and it's just in its most pure form. Yeah. And and I just it leads for me. It's just a bit of a. A sore point for me Because I just feel like The media perpetuate So many problems In our society oh. And I think they, they perpetuate A lot of uh, Poor mental health mm. They really do They create fear They create anxiety Yeah Fear mongering um, Fear mongering And it's all It's all driven by money And profits That's why that Dickhead journalist Has changed, put a heading like that Because it's clickable Yeah And if it, You know It's yeah. like And they just want to get those clicks And the more clicks The more money
1: yeah, Anyway man. Sorry nah. oh, I, I 100% agree <laughs> Uh, It's it's bullshit
0: Mm. But listen man I ask all guests To come to the podcast With like a cause They want to support Or advocate for So what do you got For us today
1: Uh, Man um, Give a shout out To uh, Talk To Me Bro Um, Yes That's a a Really good To see And it's It's changing I feel like uh, Mental health awareness It's Mm. becoming more um, More Aware And uh, like To our eyes but, um, yeah, man, shed, shed some light on, on that and um, fucking talk to your mates.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I just, like, I think the culture's changing and, you know, like, I think, you know, there's this lot of talk about toxic masculinity, but then when we talk to dudes like you who could be considered... Like it's a quite a masculine thing you do, but you're like, yeah, man. Let's talk about our feelings. Tell your mates you love them and want to support a cause. Like you don't, I don't think you realize like how much just by doing that. You're shifting the culture, bro. So thank you.
1: Nah, jeez.
0: Yeah. So I've had um I've had the president of talk to me, bro, on the show, Jack Brown. I've had him on a couple of times. It's all about suicide prevention because um, men are overrepresented in suicide data in our country and around the world, and he's trying to change that. So and uh, his his team also working really hard. So yeah, man. Thank you. Okay. And a big thanks to Jarrett Wilbraham Brother, thank you for joining
2: us today yeah, I'm honoured to be sitting here next to Jamie So thank you oh, yes,
1: uh, yes, Good uh, group of lads, man
2: And yeah, great asset to have at the gym, bro So okay. pleasure to meet you ah.
0: Bring on UFC 284 And thank you, Peter Baum, for shooting the episode I love, I love having him around He's a good vibe So yeah, man, bring on two UFC 284 Fuck yeah We having a watch party, Jarrett?
2: I think the gym will be having a watch party, yeah. yeah. so we'll
0: You'll be you'll be at your see. flight, won't you?
2: That's a few weeks after. A few weeks after. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: because this was 24th of February. Yeah, yeah. Around there, yeah. yeah. All right, man, let's do this. Thank you, gentlemen. Nice. Yo!